0: So if I, if my name was Larry, I'd have people call me layer <laughs> <I
1: like that. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and then I have to spell <laughs> it like layer, like, you know, a secret layer. <laughs> All right, not, folks. Not
1: like L-A-Y-E-R, <laughs> like a layer of a cake. Oh, onion. that's good too. Yeah.
0: A secret layer, layer. Your layer could have different layers. Yeah. <laughs> Are we getting too meta with this? Oh, my God. (laughs) I think we're getting a little too... uh, Oh, boy. I do love a good piece of cake, though, let me tell you. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Well, folks, we're doing a bonus episode for you today. It's Friday, and you're listening to Turn One Ring. I'm Kevin. And I'm Eric. And today, on this special bonus episode, we are going to talk about something very near and dear to your hearts, which... Is Theros Beyond Death It's still the hot new standard set? Hot on the heels of the release. That's right. We did a set a month review. Later. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the EV is in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> we did a set review, as uh, our longtime listeners know. And uh, today we're doing something. Um, we're going to be talking about the cards and their s- and their sort of fun synergies. These new card synergies with cards in the set, and also synergies with other cards.
1: Yeah multiple formats as well.
0: (laughs) Multiple formats. Yeah. Well, we're a multiple format podcast. If you haven't noticed. Yeah.
1: Or if you're a first time listener, this is what we do.
0: This is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we've only done one. Have we only done one episode where we talked about where we sort of deck tech decks from other format? I think it was our reanimator archetype episode where we talked about pioneer and Popper. With that, ar- with uh, Reanimator as an archetype, I think Other- so. Otherwise, all our deck techs are yeah. Commander. Oh no, no, because we've, we've, like we've,
1: we oh yeah, we've done Oathbreaker. Like we've done
0: Brawl. Oathbreaker. We have done a Brawl episode. Yeah. God, we sound like idiots. We're like, Can you guys, get to this shit
1: here. Yeah. We talk <laughs> about our own show. <laughs> uh.
0: So, uh, Eric has kindly gone to the trouble of compiling this fun list of. Synergies, but first, we're going to talk about a little bit of magic news, also
1: related to Theros. Yeah, so, so sort of, sort of, <laughs> o- OG Theros, OG Theros. Yeah. yeah, so this is a product that we've talked about before. There was another secret layer, um, that had come out. That's right. This secret layer was interesting. I like how they did this one, so it started on the Friday and went to the Sunday. And it was just like for the magic championship, they had this secret layer go up, which you could also purchase.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good, it's a good promotion. For <clears throat> yeah. It wasn't like that, one per day happen. or
1: something like they did before. It was like, here's five of them. Here's all that we're doing. And you can purchase any five at any point in time. Right. So you have like a little longer. That's nice. decide on like what you want to do and stuff. Yeah. 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 That's nice. Um, And then you could just buy the whole
0: bundle. Yes, you could. Together. Yeah. If you wanted to, if you wanted to, and you ended up getting all ten, go- no, are there more Three, six, than ten gods? Nine,
1: twelve. There are fifteen, 15 gods, gods in total.
0: Yeah, well, there's more gods, more gods than that now, but yeah, just the the these are the original Theros block
1: gods, right? Yeah, I think. Fi- well, let's are they the newbies too? There's no newbies in here. I don't think. I'm just going to open these guys up quickly, and then so each one uh, was forty dollars US. Wow. Um, and that's a total of 200, but if you did get all of them, they gave it to you for 150. That's good. So that was a good discount. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's like more than one of them for free. And Rob said he picked up the, the whole whole bundle. Yes. They're good. Picked up the $150 one. So that's right. See what they look like. Hopefully they aren't as curled as my serum visions are. Well, he knows what to do if he gets a curled card. So (laughs) he's, he'll figure it out. Um, but in the volume one, yeah, you get the original Heliod and then you Heliod, get Heliod, Iroles <laughs> and Kerimetra. Then they had a bundle that had the original Thassa, which I didn't know that card was not $30 Canadian.
0: Yeah. Thassa, thalo, uh, shallow dressing. What? Th- shallow. God of the sea? Dwelling. I was, I Are was trying to make a one? joke, but I got tongue tied. Because <laughs> the new ones... I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, yeah, all good.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it's, the yeah, old is the
0: the 30 bucks. I didn't know that. That's a great card. Three mana, five, five? Yeah. That's it's a great good. rate. Yeah. Uh, you get to Scry.
1: Yeah. What else does she do? The target creature you're, you control can't be blocked this turn for three mana. Nice. But so, yeah, so then you also got Thassa... Ephara and Krufix. And then there was one that had the original Erebos with Atheros, God At, of Passage.
0: Athrios. Athrios. Yeah, that's the
1: fun one. And Phoenix.
0: Yeah, I had a commander deck with Phoenix as my commander. Remember that?
1: Mm, I do. Eater of the, the Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was cool. <laughs> First time you were playing that, I was like, ah, it's a cool deck. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we get the alternate or the original Perforos with... Mm-hmm. Mogus, and Karnos So many cool cards. And the last one came with Nylia, with Xenagos and Farika. Nice. So it's like some of these, like, they, they combo them together pretty well. And, of course, like, none of these have, like, all three are big bombs. Right. But, like, most of them are pretty valuable still. And getting these, like, cool constellation arts is nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're all great
0: commander cards. Some of them are great. M- most of them are really great commanders if yeah. you want to build around them. I've, I've dabbled with building a Mogus deck. It seems like fun.
1: hmm yeah. And also that, um, I actually really like the... Xenagos, uh, uh, I think, is a really good... Commander?
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Also a really good Planeswalker. Also.
0: So, so much mana. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a neat set. The one thing, like, the art... Like, I understand where they're going with this whole thing, but it's like, you didn't... Like, the other sets where we had very distinctive different arts for each one you didn't have that kind of feel this time yeah like a one shot yeah and i wonder i wonder how much of
0: that we'll see um if they keep releasing this product at this rate Mm -hmm. will we lose creativity as well because even with the rat one year of the rat the some of the cards did look distinctly different and the art, like Ink Eyes was uh black and white, it was a very striking yeah, art, yeah. That was really cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I wonder, I wonder, yeah, how that's gonna kind of and, and the, yeah, all of this, this Gods one is is right, like you said, it's just one big sort of set, and they're going with the constellation thing, and it's a whole theme. So
1: yeah, yeah, I think that's wonder... what they're trying to get across as well with like launching it all five at the same time. Right, like we're not trying something distinct. Like this is a total and having that kind of window to buy them all. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, so we will see what comes from
1: the uh, secret layer going forward. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more. I'm sure there will be more. They're making money. Yeah, it's they're selling product, making money. So I'm sure there's going to be more of them.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, and they're not they're not really affecting the price of regular single cards, so everybody's happy. I think so. Like this I don't think
1: there's anything bad with this product yet. No. No. Uh, Except for like, I guess like people complaining about the curling cards, but yeah, that's, and uh, that's just foils from them for a long time,
0: <laughs> right? And uh, and that's gotten better over the last couple of years. The card quality. I'm not talking about secret layers here. Yeah, but, uh, where the like card quality at, has gotten. Yeah, and like Ammon Cat Hour Devastation. Like that was that was when it was at its worst. Yeah, um, and it's gotten better since then. We still have curling issues, but uh, Riley, uh, who's been a guest host on the show before, he got the Year of the Rat secret layer, and he said that uh, he had some surface
1: oh, scratches,
0: right. surface issues. Yeah, um, I don't. I haven't seen the cards, but. You know, we you should ask them to bring you them. You can always send it back. Yeah, well, yeah. that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But so, you know, and that's just like... You know, Wizards is perfectly happy to take your cards back. I mean, if you have a curling card out of a booster pack, you can send it back to them. And they'll give... I, I my, It's my understanding that they'll give you that same card back uh, in, you know, near mint condition. Oh, I didn't know that. Uncurled. That's my understanding. But if, okay. every, if everybody was sending them all the curled cards they had, you know, they might just... Make a better product because it'd yeah. be too expensive to ship all those cards. But I really don't know. I've never done that because you know I just because I know there was also the an flat. issue
1: with the cards being damaged from that one master set where they decided to do the cardboard um, instead of Modern like the Masters
0: twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, because you could do the. They were environmentally friendly. Yes. Yeah. But then your cards would be damaged.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't make everybody happy. (laughs) It's like, and we're certainly not going to make the people who buy this product happy. No, that's the last
1: bit on the list.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I think secret layer is, uh, I think I've said this before. I think it's a fine product. Um, and if there was a secret layer that I was like, oh, I want that secret layer. I would get it. There just hasn't been one that I've been interested enough yeah. in. Um, but, you know, if I had my way, my all my decks would just be the OG borders with the OG foils with the little shooting star. So You, you know, like that shooting star? I love it. Yeah, I love original foils. Oh, they're so <laughs> beautiful. They're just the best. <clears throat> but anyways, let's get to theros let's get back to theros we were just talking about theros so let's stay we're let's staying stay, on we're theros. staying with the theros yeah yeah if there's a theros only has one sphere <laughs>
1: <laughs> not not seven <laughs> not seven not nine <laughs> so we have just over i think there's 11 or 12 synergies let's call it a dozen to talk about dozen synergies combos what have you mm-hmm And to kick things off, I put the most general thing at the very top.
0: Yeah, what have we got here?
1: So, to talk about it, because uh, sagas themselves do have an interesting interaction in magic. So, how the sagas work, when you play them, they start with the first lore counter. And then every single upkeep, you put a lore counter on there. And then the trigger goes on the stack and such. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with your saga, if it's at the last one, because some go to level 3, some go to level 4... Uh, when it goes to that last step, when the trigger resolves, it says to do whatever and then sacrifice the enchantment. Right. So if you, in response to that trigger going on the stack, decide to blink the saga, the saga will not be in play. The trigger will resolve. And there won't be anything to see. So You'll there's, get the trigger, but there won't be any there won't it'll be a it'll sacrifice. Like, it'll go away. Uh, even if it comes back to the board right away, it starts with the first lore saga on it. And then the third one says if there's, like, the three on there, you sacrifice it. But it's, like, you know, it's the different permanent. So that I same see. permanent from the lower counter isn't there anymore. Oh.
0: So you still get that
1: trigger. Right. But your saga is still around to, like, keep leveling up again. And you get the effects again.
0: So this could apply to really any saga.
1: Any saga. That's why. Yeah. Any saga out there. Even before Theros. So the ones from Dominaria as well, you can do this with two. Yeah, I guess they haven't done it that many times. No, just the two sets. <laughs> 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 just
0: two. Um, but the card you put here, um, it, the saga you chose is Kiora Best the Sea God, mm-hmm. which is five and two blue for a enchantment saga. Uh, the first part is create an 8-8 blue Kraken creature token with hexproof. The second is tap all non-land permanents, target opponent controls. They don't untap during their controller's next untap step. And the third is gain control of target permanent and opponent controls. Untap it.
1: Woo. And so in standard, you can do that and then also use the next card I have there. You got Teferi's time twist.
0: Yeah. Do you remember twists? Uh the old Dutch chip. Uh they're in a big blue bag.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Those uh, are still around.
0: I yeah, oh no, I know they're still around. Yeah. I just I hate them. <laughs> they're just like they're
1: you can have a couple and they're fine, but I haven't had them in a while, but I think whenever I eat them I like them.
0: I just start to feel sick after a while. <laughs> it's like, well, Kevin, don't eat the whole bag. Yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> but I just can't stop. Okay, so we have Teferi's Time Twist. It's one in a blue for an instant. Exile target permanent you control. Return that card to the battlefield under its, a, under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. If it enters the battlefield as a creature, it enters with an additional 1-1 counter on it. They also should have put, if it enters the battlefield, as a Planeswalker put an additional loyalty counter on it. Yeah, come on. It. It's, Lord the, it's Lord of the Spark. What are you doing? Come on. I almost <laughs> said it's Laura of the Spark.
1: Hey. <laughs> but, yeah, so I really like that because um, once that comes back at the beginning of your end step, you're getting another Kraken with the Sea God enchantment. Mm. Good oh, yeah. value. Chaos Draft? Yeah. That would be a good combo.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Release the Kraken. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, that's actually a little combo that you can do in uh, Standard. So, I like if you're it. playing on Arena, it's a nice little. Yeah, give it a try. Yeah. Let us know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, next up, the most talked about card. People are talking about the combo and Pioneer, if it's gonna get banned right away or not. So, we have Heliod Suncrowned. And he combos with Ballista, just doing infinite damage right away. I just heard a lot of people talking about that, so I wasn't really gonna get into too much detail. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure we mentioned it. I think we did, too, already. Yeah. But, yeah, with that, um, there is also another little combo you can do with uh, the card named Spike Feeder to get yourself uh, infinite health. So, in case you don't know, Helioid
0: Sun-Crowned is 2 and a white for a legendary enchantment creature god, a 5-5 five five with Indestructible. As long as your devotion to white is less than 5, Helioid isn't a creature. Whenever you gain life, put a 1-1 one one counter on target creature or enchantment you control, and you can pay 1 and a white. Another target creature gains life link until end of turn. And we got Spike Feeder? Yeah. I like this card. It's a cool card. It's also what you call somebody who's mean. (laughs) (laughs) A spike. Spike feeder is one and two green for a zero, zero spike. Spike feeder comes into play with two one, one counters on it. You can pay two and remove a one, one counter from spike feeder, put a one, one counter on target creature, and you can remove a one, one counter from spike feeder
1: and you gain two life. Is that infinite counters? So you remove a counter, gain two life Heliod says whenever you gain life, put a one more counter on target creature. So you take a uh, counter off, and then with Heliod, you put a counter back on. Take a counter off, put a counter on. Infinite life. Infinite life. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, There's... can't can't go wrong there. No, and so if you do put this in a deck, like a lot of... like It is actually infinite health once you have this out. So a lot of decks have problems dealing with infinite health. Because... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, unless you're um, playing a mill strategy or uh, Voltron strategy, that can be difficult to deal with.
1: Yeah, so it is a nice little, like it is definitely a combo you can throw into your Commander decks. This is also a combo that you can play in Modern. Is Spike Feeder Modern legal? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, it, it, t- going back to Heliod Suncrown getting banned in Pioneer, I think it's more likely that Walking Ballista would get banned just from a, like, a sales perspective. Yeah. Like, nobody's buying packs of Aether Revolt. Yeah, I think so. But people are, you know, Theros is the new set. You don't, doesn't, you know, it's, it's not good for them from a sales perspective for standard cards to get banned.
1: Exactly. So that's probably why they don't want to do that. Probably. But also, we haven't, like, seen that deck go rampant online or anything. No, of course not. So...
0: Yeah, and there hasn't been, there hasn't been a banned. nothing's been banned in the last few weeks Yeah, in Pioneer, so. Seems to be
1: going okay. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, which one was this? So next up I have the Dawn of Angel. And so can, I'll just read this card quickly. Yeah, read it out. <clears throat> two of anything in a white for a 2-3 enchantment creature. Whenever a, a creature dies, if an aura you controlled was attached to it, return target creature card with CMC two or less. From your graveyard to your hand, hmm. so you can do some fun things with this. Uh, with certain enchantments like Rancor, uh, you can just bring, keep bringing everything back each turn, uh, and then find a cool, two, uh, a cool two CMC card um, like Burglar Rat, Dark Side, Exortionist, Knight of the White Orchid, just to name a few. Um, and then even in Standard, we have a little combo stuff with things like Sentinel's Eyes and Charming Prince, so. So Rancor works really well because it just keeps coming back if you wanted to read that guy. Right, Rancor. Yeah. No, the links weren't working
0: for me, so it's like going on Card Kingdom and just being a weirdo. Oh, okay. Rancor is one green for an aura, enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets two plus zero and has trample. And when Rancor is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return Rancor to its owner's hand. Hatred outlives
1: hateful. Yeah. Nice. Love it. What a great card! So, Rancor comes back to your hand. Don Evangel brings back a 2 CMZ card, and you just replay that stuff. That's right. Keep going.
0: Keep it going. <clears throat> Charming Prince, also solid card.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, so like Burglar Rat, whenever it enters the battlefield, your opponent's discard a card. <laughs> so that's ju- there. Uh, that's that's bad. Yeah. So you just keep keep making people discard cards. Dockside Extortionist for some extra mana, because that's the one when it enters. Um, you just get an artifact for each artifact uh-huh. or enchantment in your opponent's control? Yeah, you get a treasure. You get a treasure, treasure token. Yeah. And not the white orchid for a little bit of mana ramp for your as white l- green deck.
0: Yeah, as long as you have less lands. As long as you have less lands. Right? That's yeah. the one? Yeah. <laughs>
1: there's
0: another one. Um, there's a three and a white creature that gets you. It's like core cartographer, and it gets you a planes onto the battlefield and there's no you don't have to have fewer lands It just gets mm. you gets you a planes or a basic land i'm just gonna look it up now because i've said it and i don't want there to be any confusion for sure. our lovely listeners core cartographer three and a white for a two two core scout when core cartographer enters the battlefield you may search your library for a planes card so you can get duels <laughs> put it onto the battlefield tap and then shuffle your library that's pretty good. How often does that happen in white? Not much. Yeah. So it's that's f- pretty good. It's from, uh, well, this is a dual deck printing, but I think it's from Zendikar. From that block anyway. Nice. But well, let's get on to the
1: next one. Cool. Uh, so next up we have the Nadir Kraken. This is a fun card. And so Nadir Kraken itself reads, it is a 1-1, or it's a 2-3 Kraken and you pay one and two blue to get it on the battlefield. It's a super small Kraken, by the way. Pretty small. It's only a two, three. You're not going to be real, you're not, not going to be six, like, six release the Kraken for yeah. this one. It's <laughs> a little even, small. Even though the card looks like that. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. A yeah. bunch true. of ships just going into its mouth. It's scary. Uh, <laughs> so the card reads, uh, whenever you draw a card, you may pay one. If you do, put a 1-1 counter on Nader Kraken and create a 1-1 blue tentacle creature token. So really, we want to find something that works with that keyword quite well. Yeah. And so there's a little fun combo you can do. Uh, Starts off with the card Kindred Discovery. Yeah, Kindred Discovery is three
0: and two blue for an enchantment. As Kindred Discovery enters the battlefield, choose a creature type, probably Kraken. Yep. Whenever a creature you control of the chosen type enters the battlefield or
1: attacks, draw a card. So now we have the Krakens entering. We can pay one. So now we have that loop happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we want to have infinite mana somehow. That's right. And so we can do that with uh, two different cards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We got mana echoes, and we have Ashton's altar. Yeah. Um, do you want to read mana echoes? Sure. So mana echoes. It's two of anything and two red for an enchantment. Uh, whenever a creature enters the battlefield, you may add an amount of colors equal to the number of creatures you control that share a creature type with it. So this gets... Yeah, the first one gets you one
0: or the first one will get you two because you have nadir yeah and then it just snowballs from there yeah you get three you get four
1: one. you can always pay always make a thing yeah you'll go exactly. through your whole deck yeah and have you draw your whole deck as well a ton of mana oh yeah yeah go through your whole deck,
0: <laughs> obviously that's what you meant and astronaut's altar is uh three mana artifact sacrifice creature add two colorless mana to your mana pool
1: so you are getting rid of the creatures, but you're netting a mana as well that way, so. yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. You and you're still... also making the Nadir Kraken bigger every time because you Correct. have that extra
1: mana. If you want to use it for that. Well, you do need to use the mana. The mana puts the counter on and makes the token. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So he's getting bigger all this while as well. You just have a big beater in there, so. But yeah, that's a fun little combo. It gets you through, you go through your whole deck, draw your whole deck. So if you need a another way to do that, this you can put this in the deck there. Yeah, nobody's gonna get too sour about it because
0: like that's you know a it's bunch a three a bunch
1: card combo and
0: it's like five four three CMC. Then Deer Kraken's also three CMC.
1: So you're not gonna be doing it anytime soon. Like, yeah. <laughs> so someone sees that, I'd be like, nice. Yeah, you're you having
0: a big turn there. Yeah. I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all righty so next up uh we have thassa deep dwelling Mm -hmm. so obviously this can go well with anything that blinks
0: uh, because thassa
1: did you want to say a joke here with the deep dwelling i don't know what you were doing
0: oh i was saying that it could the former thassa god of the sea could be thassa shallow
1: dwelling because this one's deep dwelling yes uh, <laughs> all right know, moving sorry. on <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah thoughts of d12 three of anything in blue for a six five enchantment god with indestructible uh if your devotion to blue is less than five uh thoughts is not a creature and then at the beginning of your end step exile up to one other target creature you control then return that card to the battlefield under your control you can also pay four to tap another target creature and you
0: can also use Trionic Resonator to copy that triggered ability. Boom. Boom. Um, mm.
1: um, so obviously, yeah, like we were saying, anything that flickers, this just gets you extra flicker value. Yep. But there was something that I, while looking up stuff, I learned about Thassa Deep Dwelling um, that combos with Master of Waves. I did not know Master of Waves was a Mythic. Oh,
0: okay. Until just now. I knew about the card, but... Master of Waves is three in a blue for a merfolk wizard, 2-1, protection from red, elemental creatures you control get plus one plus one. When Master of Waves enters the battlefield, put a number of one zero blue elemental creature tokens onto the battlefield equal to your devotion to blue.
1: hmm And so this is a really weird interaction because when I first look at this, when Thassa blinks Master of Waves, if Master of Waves isn't on the battlefield, those tokens should die. Right. Because, because one zeros. But yes. in Magic, how state-based actions work is Thassa's whole ability is reading at the beginning of your end step. You exile it, then bring it back. So state-based actions happen after things have resolved. So because this ability and all, you can't have a state-based action resolve in the middle of an ability happening.
0: I understand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So then that's why Thassa blinks the Master of Waves, your... Uh, Elementals don't die. Right. They stay around, and then you just get a bunch more for coming back in again.
0: Hmm. So
1: every single turn, you're making however many elementals. Cool. Yeah. Nice Nice <clears throat> rules check, Eric. Nice little combo there. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Magic can
0: be a complicating game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Complicated and expensive, but fun. But fun.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, we have maybe one of, the, the, one of my favorite ones on the list here. Uh, we went deep for Erebos Blackhearted. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, uh, Blackhearted himself is 3 of anything in a black for a 5, 6 enchantment creature god. He's indestructible. Uh, Devotionless to black is 5. Is not a creature. Right. Uh does have the abilities whenever another creature you control dies, you may pay 2 life. And if you do, you get to draw a card. And then you can pay 1 of anything in a black to sacrifice another creature. And then target creature gets a minus 2, minus 1 until end of turn. Like, We care a little bit more about the free card draw, just right. Life, yeah, yeah. So, first off, we have a little zombie synergy that we can have fun with Erebos. So, to start it off, we have three cards uh, Viscerous Seer, Crawler, and Diagraph Colossus. Yeah, so Viscerous Seer, which is
0: crazy, it's 349 on Card Kingdom right now, it's common. Ooh, it's- it's going up. So, uh, Seer is one black for a one-one vampire wizard. You can sacrifice a creature and scry one, and that's it. Free sacrifice, almost free, sac- free sacrifice, because it costs one black. But that's yeah.
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have the Grave Crawler, which is one black for a two-one zombie. Grave Crawler can't block, and then you may cast Grave Crawler from your graveyard as long as you control a zombie.
0: And then we have Diagraph Colossus, which is two and a black for a zombie giant. 2-2. Two, two. Diagraph Colossus enters the battlefield with a 1-1 one, one counter on it for each zombie card in your graveyard. Whenever you cast a zombie spell, put a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token onto the battlefield tapped. I see where you're going with this.
1: Yeah, so now that we have the zombie in play, we can sack Gravecrawler with the viscerus here. We can pay two life with Airbus to draw a card. We can also scry with the Viscera here in between that. And then when Gravecrawler comes back... We also get another zombie from the diagraph class that's making a, a board. Right. So now if we want to be able to do this and not worry about mana. Of course we do. Yes. Yeah. We have two other cards. So we have Ashnut's altar. Yeah. Which we just uh, talked about. Which but we just talked about. You
0: also here have a card <laughs> I've never heard of. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Initiates of the Eben hand. Yeah. It's, I love the art on this. It's good. It's one black for a, a 1-1 cleric. You can pay one colorless mana to add a black to your mana pool. If four or more is spent in this way during one turn, bury initiates of the even hand at the end of play this ability. Play this ability as a mana source. (laughs) (laughs) I should have read the oracle text. What am I doing?
1: (laughs) So that lets us, because we sack the creature to make two colorless mana, and then we can use the initiates to turn that colorless mana into black mana. Right. So we can keep playing the Gravecrawler. Right. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I like that. It's a lot of cards, but... <laughs> but hey, but like, you're
0: in black. You can just tutor them all up. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, usually And you do just have the one turn to go off as well, because initiates... It's cool because initiate stays around. Right, it's at the end, end of at, turn. Right, yeah, yeah. you can just
0: keep doing it. Yeah, but you know, you could probably just bring it back. Anyways, Anyways, like you know, yeah, you're mono black, just yeah.
1: in your graveyard. That's never stopped us. Totally cool. The only thing I didn't have in there was something to gain you health, but you know. Oh yeah, you, you know, find ways. Do whatever you want. Find ways. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Next up, we have the Underworld Sentinel. Uh, So this guy is three of anything and two black for a four-five skeleton soldier. Whenever Underworld Sentinel attacks, exile target creature card from your graveyard. When Underworld Sentinel dies, put all cards exiled with it onto the battlefield. You can take any creature, like Gravedigger.
0: Right, Gravedigger is three and a black for a two-two zombie. When Gravedigger comes into play, you may return
1: target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah, and then... So if you attack with Underworld, put Gravedigger under there. If Underworld dies, Gravedigger can come back. You can play the Gravedigger, get the Underworld back, and just loop that. Right. Yeah. Or if there's certain cards you want to get out of your graveyard, you can kind of like use Underworld Sentinel to get them back, so. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and you can have multiple Gravedigger type effects as well. So if you have all those in your graveyard, so whenever you attack with the Underworld Sentinel, so you can get a couple under there, and then bring them all back and bring more stuff back from your graveyards. So. Right. It's an interesting way to do some graveyard recursion.
0: Yeah, no one's going to no get mad at you for comboing. That's no. what I like about all of these. No one's going to be like, you know what? I take offense to the way you're playing Magic. Yeah. <laughs> <There> <laughs> Which seems some... to keep happening to me. <laughs> <And> people <laughs> keep taking reason. offense. Yeah, I don't and like I'm, that Atlas. And I'm like, guys, this is just, I thought we were here to have fun. And they're like, no, what you say is fun isn't fun, Kevin. And I'm just like, well, I thought it was subjective. And they're like, get
1: out of here. <laughs> What a story. (laughs) Alrighty. So next up, we have a fun card. I'm I'm beginning to think you have a penchant for black cards, Eric. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. I love black. So next up is the Deathbellow Warcry. So this is five of anything and three red. So it's an eight mana sorcery. Search your library for up to four Minotaur creature cards with different names. Put them on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. I remember this card. Yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, the way we're going to use this is we're just going to win the game. Nice. Those, these are my favorite. <laughs> so we have two cards to win the game. Uh, Liliana's Contract and then Arcane Adaptation.
0: Liliana's Contract is 3 and 2 black for an enchantment. When Liliana's Contract enters the battlefield, you draw four cards and you lose four life. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control four or more demons with different names... You win the game. Just win the game. Look at that.
1: But we're getting Minotaurs. So how does that work? Yeah. Arcane Adaptation.
0: All right. Look at that. So Arcane Adaptation is two and a blue for an enchantment. As Arcane Adaptation enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Demons. Creatures you control are the chosen type in addition to their other types. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield should throw so. this into slivers so I can tutor for my creatures that aren't slivers.
1: There you go. So that's the really cool thing about if we get Arcane Adaptation out, you can actually death a war cry for anything. Yeah. Because huh. even if you have demons in the deck, you can end up searching for the... No, wait. What? No, I'm wrong. Arcane Adaptation is turning our minotaurs into demons. So never mind. Yeah, this isn't going to work. It doesn't go the opposite way. Well, but s- thanks for trying. Yeah. Uh, you, just, you just have a deck full of, uh, full of Minotaurs and then, yeah, Arcane Adaptation, Leon's Contract, and you win. Boom. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. There you go. Still works. Still works. Nice. You just got to, because there's, there's a lot of good Minotaurs in Magic.
0: <laughs> That's what they said when that new Seder Commander came out yeah. for Satyrs. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. boy.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up is a simple combo. So, we have Perforous Bronze Blooded. So, again, one of the new gods. This guy is four of anything in a red for an enchantment creature god. Seven, six, indestructible. Has the same thing with the devotion. If it's less than five red, it's not a creature. Other creatures you control have haste. You can pay two of anything in a red. You may put a red creature card or an artifact creature card from your hand onto the battlefield, sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. What creature do we decide to put onto the board? Bearer of heavens. Yeah. bear
0: of the heavens. Of the heavens. Sorry about that. It's seven and a red for a 10-10 giant. Ooh. When bearer of the heavens dies, destroy all permanents at the beginning of the next end step. Yep. So you're just going to have
1: Perforos after that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so obviously you'd want to have other indestructible stuff for when this happens. Right, right, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, if you had the other Perforos in your deck, you just have to play, like, some creatures to start pinging and damage and stuff. But this is definitely a funny little combo.
0: That's why I think they should unban Worldfire. It is funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like- <laughs>
0: That's why <I> they <laughs> should unban Worldfire. Worldfires, like, destroy everything, and, like, everyone's life total goes to one. Goes to one. Something like that, because yeah. then it's just, like, it's just Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I don't know, it's just fun. yeah. And who's, how many decks are actually going to play that card, right? Exactly. It's like Biorhythm. How many decks how are going to play Biorhythm? That? Come, Come on. on. Or Coalition Victory. Yeah. Come on, we have no. Oracle, but not Coalition Victory? <laughs> that's ridiculous to me. Um,
1: the the other funny part about how this works is because Perforo says at the beginning of the end step you sack the creature. Right. And Bear of Heaven's trigger is also beginning of the end step. But the beginning of the end step is already passed. So then you sacrifice this. Then that trigger goes on the stack. So that's going to happen at the next end step. So the person next to you gets a turn before everything's gone
0: oh that's kind of fun
1: yeah so it's kind of like a they also get to like try like, hey and you something. get it you get it one chance <laughs> one chance <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no matter what
1: everything's going away
0: and how much mana do you need to cast perforos and activate his ability eight okay well, you could get there
1: yeah <clears throat> or if you just cast perforos like nine times out of ten it's probably still gonna like survive around mm-hmm. oh yeah it's generally gonna stick because if you don't have the devotion yet something needs to have like an exile permanent exile removal spell artifact
0: enchantment yeah
1: revoke existence yeah so those are less common so next up we have good old this was one of my favorite cards from the set actually yeah yeah it's making waves so it's underworld breach it's one red and one of anything for an enchantment each non-land card in your graveyard has escape the escape cost is equal to the cards mana cost plus exile three other cards from your graveyard. And at the beginning of the end step, you have to sacrifice Underworld Breach. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Probably not going to need another turn, though. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> not if you do this right. So, And, like, this card pretty much synergizes with anything. Because mm-hmm. you're playing this, you're going to get to play whatever's in your graveyard. Yep. yep. Yeah. One thing we can do, uh, the thing that I t- talked about was, technically, if you don't have enough cards in your graveyard, you can make a ton of mana and then just, you know... Do something with it. So we have mana geyser.
0: Yeah, mana geyser is three and two red for a sorcery. You can add a red mana to your mana pool for each tapped land your opponents control. So for every single tapped land, if if you have like you're netting 10 mana on this yeah. a lot of the time when yeah. I cast it. If you cast it on
1: five, you know there's a good chance there's 15 lands tapped. So you're netting 10 mana. Yeah. And then it's just three car every three cards at your graveyard would be 10 more mana. Mm-hmm. So you can just keep doing that. And then you could cast a card, let's say, like Comet Storm. Oh, yeah. Comet Storm. What well, does Comet have? One M? Yes.
0: Whew, I was thinking it has two. <laughs> I got to learn how to spell. Comet Storm is uh, X and two red for an instant. It has multi-kicker one. So you may pay an additional one any number of times as you cast this spell. Choose target creature or player, then choose another target creature or player for each time Comet Storm was kicked. Comet Storm deals X damage to each of them. I love that Comet Storm is an instant. This is a really good card. It really
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, I like this one a lot. It's in a couple of my decks. Yeah, so you could uh yeah, you could get some people with this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. The cool thing is that if you're running like a spells deck, if you keep netting mana, and then if you have like a counter spell in your graveyard. You can also um, escape that using Underworld Breach. So you have, like, counter protection as well if there's a counter spell in your graveyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, super good stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah, you just have to have those cards in your graveyard. Yeah. That's, that's all and you gotta you can do. can just cast them however many times you want if you have the fodder to exile. Right. What a strong card. Yeah, it's it's
0: really... Really good.
1: I think also now is if you're interested in that card, I think the price is good. I think it was around ten dollars when the set launched. Yeah, um, unless it's, it's down to five bucks Canadian at the moment. So
0: yeah, unless like somebody figures out a way to break it in a format like modern. Yeah. And then it gets banned, and then the price is going to be real good.
1: Oh, that's that's true. That could happen. But even but at, I think
0: like even at five dollars, it's that's a good price, and I I think that's unlikely that it would be that ubiquitous that it I would think be so. banned
1: because like off the top of my head the one thing i think it fits right into would be like storm right and storm already has ways of doing this so yeah. it's kind of like an extra you know um past and flames or something
0: right and yeah and then the deck is still doing largely the same the thing.
1: same thing it's yeah. just maybe more consistent or something something yeah so i don't think there's a way to break the card i think it is just like pretty good value yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely No, I put a copy into my Duretti deck. Oh, sweet. And uh, I haven't actually drawn it or used it, but there's so many cards that Duretti can't get. Like the deck is mostly artifacts, but there are instants and sorceries and lands that, especially lands that over the course of a game, I don't need. So I can use them to escape and cast other instants and sorceries.
1: So getting cards back. Yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking when I put it in there. Super super good. yeah. 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 All right, so uh, we have one left, and this is a gold card. So I threw Devourer of Memory in here. This is a blue and a black for a 2-1. Creature Nightmare. Whenever one or more cards are put into your opponent's graveyard from, or, sorry, whenever one or more cards are put into your graveyard from your library, Devourer of Memory gets plus one, plus one until end of turn, and can't be blocked this turn. You can pay one of anything, a blue and a black, to put the top card of your library in your graveyard so you can kind of like activate itself but if we have things that can trigger that we can kind of have some fun so I put a little I talked about this one because there's a little standard combo that you can kind of do Mm. which seems kind of fun so we have two cards we have Timaret calls the dead Yeah, Timuric Calls the Dead is two and a black for uh,
0: an enchantment saga. Its uh, first and second stage are both put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. Then you may exile a creature or enchantment card from your graveyard. If you do create a 2-2 black zombie creature token and its third stage is you gain X life and scry X where X is the number of zombies you
1: control. And then the other card is Protein Thaumaturge. I think that's how you say that. I think you're right. Protein Thaumaturge is one
0: and a blue for a 1-1 one, one human wizard. It has Constellation. So whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, you may have Protein Thaumaturge become a copy of another target creature, except it has this ability.
1: So we have the Devourer out, and then we have the Protein out, and if you play Timaret, then you can have Protein become a copy of the Devourer, and then Timaret's uh, the turn you play it We'll put cards in the graveyard Triggering your de- both your Devourers Because Protein has become a copy of Devourer mm. And then they're getting pumped They're unblockable Protein's oh, yeah. gonna trigger for, for Timurit triggers for free again On your next turn as well
0: Right, right Yeah,
1: yeah. So you have like a little blue-black Unblockable Creatures Then you'll have eight copies of Devourer in your deck Because you have four Proteins, four Devourers Right So I like that value yeah, seems pretty neat. I'm gonna try playing it. I haven't done it yet, but well, yeah. Let let me know what let me what know happens. what happens. <laughs> yeah, great great list, man. This was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun finding this stuff and some fun combos.
0: Yes, I especially liked the um, the interaction with Master of Waves and the Blink. That was very super interesting as well i love like, stuff like that that makes it feel like this seems like it should it shouldn't be allowed yeah but it's like no <laughs> that's how it works that's just
1: <laughs> how it works in magic yeah
0: <laughs> and that's you know for you know for reasons like that that's why this is the best game oh hands down yeah. i think like of games out there like yeah yeah it's the best i i like other games but come on yeah <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we very much uh, hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. Uh, this little bonus episode we did for you. Um, feel free to let us know if you've encountered any fun synergies or combos with Theros Beyond Death. Yeah, any new cards, anything that pops up.
1: Or if you end up trying out one of these, let us know. So yeah, you have fun with it. For sure. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah, thank thank you all so much for listening. Uh you can if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that um on Instagram or you can email us uh, at turn one soaring the podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at turn one soaring the podcast. Also check out our February giveaway which is just about to end and we're doing a Theros Collector's Booster and the Allied Signets yes and they're foil and they're full art and they're custom they're proxies so they're not real cards but they look real nice they do look real nice yes they're they're beautiful cards that's gonna do it for us and we'll uh, talk to you very soon we'll talk to you on Monday yeah thank y'all for listening thank and you very much Bye now. Bye.
1: Turn one soul ring.